I like beer. It makes me a jolly good fellow. I like beer. It helps me unwind, and sometimes it makes me feel mellow. Makes him feel mellow. Welcome to I Like Beer, the podcast where we discuss great beers and the stories that go with them. I'm your host, Jeff. And I'm your host, Jeff. With us today, we've got producer Joe. Always a pleasure, gentlemen. Sound guy, Tom. Check one, two, check one, two. And it looks like we have to extend the APB on Doc another week, because uh, still, don't know where he is. I haven't seen him. Really? I saw him. Yeah. Did you see him? I is have seen him. I seen have him? seen him. Okay, that's good. I thought it was kind of like Bigfoot. It was fleeting. I think it might have been him. <laughs> I cannot confirm. It was between the trees. Yes, yes I, I don't know. So. Well... Even with Doc not here, we're still friends who love good beer, telling Mm -hmm. stories, so we turned it into a podcast. And this week we are a back-to-school podcast. Very sad, but we are a (laughs) back-to-school podcast. Womp, womp. Yeah. (laughs) I did my own sound effects. That was a great sound. (laughs) Yes, it was. I didn't even mean to do that. Go ahead. No. Say that one. Want me to do it again? Womp, womp, womp. Teachers by day, beer drinkers by night, and lucky enough to live in North County, San Diego, California, beer mecca within a beer mecca. Please pour yourself a beer, pull up a bar stool, and join us. And as always, please find and follow us on social media. We are at I Like Beer the Podcast on most platforms. I Like Beer Po one, I Like Beer the Top one on Twitter. Check us out, give us five stars, comment. You want to find out more about us? Check out the website, I Like Beer the Podcast.com. Drink with us on Untapped. I Like Beer the Podcast. And like Talon said, summer's winding down, autumn on the horizon. And you know what that means, guys? Football. Football. Are you ready for some football? There we go. I think we're all ready for some football. Doc did make an appearance at the fantasy football draft. He did. Which he doesn't always do, but he was at the fantasy football draft. So I'll take the role of Doc for this part. Uh, What are we drinking right now? You're in charge of this. Oh, I'm in charge of this. So we are actually uh, drinking Itza from Itza Brewing down in uh, Ocean Beach, who we uh, had the, the pleasure of meeting with both AK and Javier down at their house in their brewery in the back of their house in their garage. One of our favorite beers that we had there was this Lazy Wave Session IPA. Uh, so we thought we'd bring it back and share it with you guys and start with this one because it's a nice, kind of easy drinking uh, beer, a good way to start the evening. And uh, hopefully you guys enjoy it. Nice. We've had it. Yeah. And they were nice enough to send some. So, Tom, what are you thinking of this Session IPA? Well, I think you were right on uh, when I was listening to the episode. Yes, I did listen to the episode, guys. <laughs> hear that, Todd? I listened to the episode. Todd's not going to hear that. He won't hear that. That's <laughs> <laughs> a good job. My point exactly. So, no, I think you hit it right on the head. It, it tastes like a pale ale without the uh, alcohol content. Very sessionable. I could see myself on a beach somewhere. Definitely pounding this. Yeah. What do you think, Joe? Yeah, I like it. It's crisp to me. It has yeah. a real crisp. That's what I liked about it, too. Excellent. Lazy Wave Session IPA, and their double IPA should be releasing soon. Pretty soon, right. Yeah. Excited about that. Probably by the time this releases. So thank you, AK and Javier, for yeah, thank you very much. One inviting us over, sending beer with us, and inviting us back for some more. We've all got it. Well, Joe's got more beer on hand. You might hear that pouring. Yeah, beer in hand. It's time for toast, roast, and pour one out. I have a toast to Virgin Beer Company. Right here in North County, San Diego, linking up with Sea Trees, nonprofit organization focused on saving and rekindling the kelp forests 
and restoring blue carbon ecosystems so the ocean planet can heal it itself. That's and if Doc cool. was here, he'd he'd, I would ask him what a blue carbon ecosystem was, and he would explain, and I would be impressed. They're going to have a block party at the Carlsbad location September 4th. Virgin Beer Company, Carlsbad. So Well done. Nice. Breweries and beer makers doing nice things. Yep. I like it. So toast to Virgin Beer. That's cool. I got a real quick toast. Yep. Let's hear it. I'm toasting you. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, Reason why is... Thanks for noticing. No, no problem. But finally, after an entire summer of posting (laughs) pictures, you finally won the Summer of Strauss picture contest. Summer of Carl. Summer of Carl. So that was huge. I made a bold claim at the beginning of summer that I would win that contest. And we did. And you did. So congratulations. Hey, half that goes to you because your uh, brand new outdoor kitchen you built over the summer is the backdrop for the photo. I agree. But it's all about the photographer. So cheers. Cheers. That's a big cheers. Cheers. Instagram. Check. Check it out, everyone. Yes. Yeah, pulled off. Big victory. Yes. Everyone in my house knows about it. <laughs> Very excited. Can't stop talking about it around our house. Or <laughs> listening about it. Yeah, you hear what Dad did? Yeah. One yes. big content. Major right. award. Major photography award. Major award. I should be getting a leg lamp in the mail That's soon. That's right. <laughs> I've had toast here. It's called Nature Finds a Way. I'm toasting nature. And again, this is a sort of a setup for an episode coming soon. My fingers are crossed, my toes are crossed, because we're overdue for beer week. That is true. Shark beer week. Shark beer week, right. But we can't do shark beer week without our resident marine biologist, who's anything but resident (laughs) (laughs) over the summer. Our (laughs) non-resident. He's been here for two months. Someone asked, is he okay? Yeah. Yeah, he's off on vacations. He's doing research. He's in the field. Yeah. Yeah. All right, but nature finds a way. You, you know that quote, Tom, don't you? I do. Yeah, Jurassic Park. No, I'm, I'm simply saying that life finds a way. Baby shark born in a shark aquarium in Sardinia, Italy. The twist, for the last 10 years, there's only been two sharks in the aquariums, and they're both females. Interesting. Yeah. And this apparently is a process known as parthenogenesis, in which a egg will duplicate itself and create a clone to keep nature going, to keep, going. To keep things going. Yeah, will find a way. I want to know if that's a thing, if that's real, and Doc's the kind of guy that could tell me. Yeah, that's true. I've been told gender is fluid. So, so we're going like... to bring that back up when it comes to uh, Shark Beer Week yeah. coming yeah. to a podcast soon. Hopefully ours. <laughs> Hopefully <Exciting>. ours. <laughs> Exciting. No, I'm, I'm simply saying that life finds a way. How about a roast? So I got a roast. I, I, I toasted us. Um, I'm going to roast San Diego. And really, more than anything, I'm just going to roast... Just a random group of people in San Diego because it's kind of sad. Uh, we have a we have a county supervisors meeting last week, and uh, the people, uh, citizens, apparently citizens. I'll put citizens in air quotes, but citizens of San Diego that showed up to speak were so crazy uh, that we actually were mocked on Colbert. Um, he, <laughs> out of all the things he could talk about, he decided to make fun of us in San Diego. So I'm I'm thinking that uh, hopefully we got a few uh, sound clips just to share with you guys, and if not, look up the Colbert's from last week. Um, Mocking San Diego, because we, we've got some room to grow, guys. Of course, not all Americans are in favor of even one vaccine. In San Diego, a bunch of these uh, folks uh, came out to protest vaccine mandates at a board of supervisors meeting. And before we roll this footage, buckle your brain. We should not be spending our time here and our life force energy fighting people who lack critical thinking and common sense, yet want to push a vaccine on us. You know what's funny? Saturn is in the same place as it was during the American Revolution of 1776, and you are the Redcoats. 
That is crazy. That is the most insane thing I have ever seen or heard. Saturn is not responsible for the American Revolution. Mars is. Think about it. Red coats, red planet. If you don't get that, you're clearly a Libra. But the absolute bell of the crazy balls was a man named Matt Baker who opened his speech like this. Once the wind died down, Matt's speech got pretty intense. Your children and your children's children will be subjugated! They will be asked, how many vaccines have you had? Have you been a good little Nazi? Hail Fauci! Hail Fauci! Hail Fauci! I miss the whistling. You don't want to make a late show monologue. No, no. As a person, no. yeah. as a city, right. Right, as yep. a politician, anything. No, yeah. As a teacher. You yeah. do not want to be on a late show monologue. Not a summer goal. No. It's not a summer so it's goal. It's kind of sad. It was hilarious, but it was sad. I will say that that does not represent San Diegans as a whole. Most of us are in breweries. That's yeah, true. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Right. But I, like I said, we've, we've mocked Florida for a lot, and we, uh, well, <laughs> we, 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 looked, we looked pretty Florida the other day. <laughs> Any chance they, those people were flown in? You know what? I think it's probably highly likely that they were flown in, but who knows? You know, I wasn't planning on singing, but I'm going to go... No, no, no. <laughs> Tom, you had something for me. Yeah, I know we're uh, headed off into pours here, and I know I haven't done tributes in a long time, but there's a good tribute, and I think I'm going to let Mr. Talent take this one because I know it's near and dear to his heart. Oh, no. Yeah, well, I, I saw this, so ILB flags have been flying at half-mast uh, over the last week. Uh, legendary country singer-songwriter Tom T. Hall passed away oh. at 85. Yeah. And for those that aren't aware, Tom T. Hall sang I Like Beer. Uh, so uh, cheers to him. Thank you for a great song. Thank you for a great career. He has a lot of many other great songs, but that's, I think, our favorite. And uh, we'll continue to fly those, uh, those flags at half-mast for a while. Tom T. Hall. Yeah. We like beer, too. Yep. Yeah. He's got a great name. <laughs> yeah, Hall's a great name. That's a good point. But since we're in it, I'm going to go through some other pours. Oh, you got more pours. I've got a handful of pours. I, I've so. got a, I, need a, I need a tissue. Yeah, you might need a tissue yeah. for a couple of these. That's, that's so, sad. All right, so this, this first Ooh. one, I'm, I'm pouring one out for Walls. It's been a rough week for Walls as well. I don't know if you guys saw that, but the billion-dollar wall that we built on our southern border uh, to keep everything and anyone out apparently cannot handle Mother Nature. Uh, the monsoon rains in Arizona have basically blown the floodgates open and the wall is disintegrating. <laughs> I saw a picture uh, of that. Yeah, so uh, I believe we, we spent $2.7 billion on that. Um, so obviously money well spent, taxpayer money well spent on something you know, that, that, that hasn't even lasted You know, that money came out of military housing. Exactly. If you're, if you're a person that follows yeah. politics and doesn't talk about it on the podcast like me. Right. <laughs> that <laughs> money came out of military housing. Yeah. So again, I, I like I said, it's it's been a rough week for Walls. It's kind of sad, but it's been a rough. I mean, really, what a joke. Well, think of the poor military families that would have been in houses made so crappily. That's a good point. They would have all been flooded out. So I think point. it was a good thing. Yeah. Uh -huh. 
And then to continue on, uh, I also am really worried right now about Joey Chestnut. So I'm pouring one out for him and probably most of Americans, because uh, honestly, this might be some of the worst news that any of us have gotten no, no, in a no, while. No, 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 um, no. Researchers at University of Michigan. So this is a legitimate university, published a recent study, and uh, they suggested that every hot dog you eat can, oh, no. could reduce your lifespan by 35 minutes. Oh, wow. that yeah. is not That's good for Mr. So, Joey so they Chester. actually, yeah, yeah. But so they actually went down and they did a big study. I didn't get into the details of the study, but they were looking at certain foods and and they based it on fifteen risk factors, and then they decided what this could do to your your life. So I'm going to go through a couple of them. Some are good, some are bad. Okay, peanut butter and jam sandwich. Well, oh, please be good. That will add thirty three point nice. one minutes to your <laughs> yes. life. Everyone you eat. Yes, I think I've had a peanut butter and jelly sandwich every day of my uh, life since hey. I was probably three. Question. Question. Yeah. Yeah. Do peanut butter and jelly beers count too? Uh, it just says sandwich they here. Oh, yeah, they must. Yeah. yeah. Uh, baked salmon adds thirteen point five minutes to your life. Um, okay. You eat a banana. That's 13.5 minutes. I to have your one life. of those every day. Too. This one, I have one, this one hurts me a little bit, but tomatoes add 3.8 minutes to your life. So <laughs> I have like five tomatoes. Yes, a day. You're I'm looking killing good. this. You're, you're now, this one I think is, is fantastic for all of us. French fries will add 1.5 minutes to your life. Yeah, that's I saw sure. you skipped avocados. I did skip avocados because I had to give some to tomatoes. I'm not giving to avocados as well. Well, are they good or bad? Uh, they're good. Avocados okay, will right. give you 2.8 more minutes of your life as well. Right. I'm just right. going to say, if you can't put avocado or peanut butter on something, you probably shouldn't be eating right. it. Right. Yeah. On the sliding scale down the other way, uh, bacon, you're going to lose 6.5 minutes of life for worth every it. piece of bacon. It is worth, worth it. it. Worth Pizza, 7.8 minutes you're going to lose. Worth Double it. cheeseburger, 8.8 minutes. So it doesn't say anything about a single cheeseburger, but eight, But I'm assuming it's 4.4. That's what I do. <laughs> uh, you drink a soft drink, you're going to lose 12.4 minutes. Whoa. But the biggest one was hot dogs. You're losing 36.3 minutes. So I just put those out there, guys. Half do the math before you're going to eat and just make the decision on, on what you're going to do. I think it's one of those things if you start doing the math, if I have some pizza, but then I follow it up with a banana, I'm on the plus side right there, now yeah. and i'm good yeah. so that's a sense of balance is everything in your life um but joey chestnut with all of the uh, stuff that he has been eating in terms of hot dogs he's gonna have to maybe go to a couple contests where he's eating a bunch more peanut butter how many peanut butter yeah. jam sandwiches <laughs> he can put away so yeah. and then finally i'm gonna finish up pouring one out for all of us and mankind um <laughs> i really could have just done a, a wtf on this one the human race but i cannot believe that the fda had to issue this statement this week and they basically said, you are not a horse, you are not a cow. Seriously, y'all, stop it. And in case you don't know what that means, we have people that are unwilling to get a COVID vaccine, but are injecting themselves with Invermectin, which is an antiviral drug that is used to prevent parasites in cows and horses. Mm-hmm. And so it's become such a big deal, and this can be extremely that toxic. add or take away from your total length of life? Well, if you do it high enough, it will take your entire life away. Oh. Um, here's what I thought was funny. So people are worried about getting a COVID vaccine because of the side effects. And it says here, patients who overdose with this will experience nausea, vomiting, diarrhea, low blood pressure, allergic reactions, dizziness, problems with balance, seizures, coma, and even death. So take your pick on uh, what I just think it's funny that someone is like, don't put that in my body. Oh, that's a horse, horse medicine. I'll take that. Yeah. So again, I just, when you think we can't sink any farther, there you have it. Don't ever think that. Yeah. You're just asking for trouble. There you go. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Toast, Roast, and Pour One Out. Talent. Oh, you got a beer. 
I do. I'm, I'm going to go beer number two right now because I'm oh. done with beer number one. Sorry. Speaking I'm playing the role of Doc of, tonight. Oh, please don't apologize. <laughs> so just give, give. Wow. Yeah, so yeah. a couple of weeks ago, I had the opportunity to go down to Creative Creature in El Cajon. Really cool brewery who has a really impressive... Uh, um, the beers they make, and especially like their sours and the just kind of unique stuff that they do. So I picked up a couple to share with you guys. So the first one we're going to try is called Smackers, and it's a red uh, raspberry ghost that they make. Let's go ahead and pour this and see what you guys think of it. 5%. So I, fairly I don't light. know if I've ever poured a beer that's more jammy looking. Yes, yeah, it looks jammy. And this will, let me go back to the study. This one looks like it will add years to your life. So yeah. I'm not sure how many minutes. Just smelling it, you can smell the jamminess. It really smells like a jar of, of raspberry jam. Yeah. So peanut butter and jelly beers will add life. Oh, yeah. yeah my, I, I'm saying that on my own study that I did personally. And it tastes like a spoonful of raspberry yeah, it jam. Is. <laughs> it yeah. is. Oh, wow. Mm. Tart on the back Sweet. end, which is unusually, usually tart up front, huh? Mm -hmm. Sweet up front, tart in the back. It's yeah. Super full. I mean, it, it's thick. Yeah. It, is, it is jammy. Yeah. It is jammy. Jammy. Joel, Joel and Mike had this like one it. right with that right. descriptor of jammy. Yeah, yeah. No, I actually really like it a lot as well. Um, I think they did a really good job. It's actually, it's got a little kind of creaminess to it as well. Like yeah. it's kind of, you know, so maybe a little bit of lactose in there. I'm not sure. I, it doesn't have the ingredients on the can. And I looked it up to try and get a, a readout on it, and it just said jammy everywhere. So. Jammy. It doesn't taste like a ghost to me, though. I was just going to say that. Sorry. Let's, let's do it over. Tom, you have something to say about this beer? You know, it doesn't really taste like a ghost. I was going to say that. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> How ironic is that? That's super ironic. Can I get an ironic read? Yeah. <laughs> That's well, coinky dinky. Well, I was going to ask for irony before. Is, is it ironic when someone won't take a vaccine, but will inject themselves with, with a horse pill? That seems ironic to me because they're not worried. Of, you know, I don't know. I backed away from my irony meter. Yeah, we haven't touched irony in a while. Yeah, it's probably good. It's thing. good to bring. It I back. wrote out a whole rant for when the times right. Yeah, okay, okay, good. It's, it's coming. not right. It's okay, not right today. It's not here yet. Okay. Wait for doctor. I got. I got to be feeling it. Yeah, that's fair. Are you feeling it? I'm not feeling it. We'll see if we can take it out. That's completely ironic, Tom. Right. <laughs> I, I really like the red raspberry. It's a little thick for me. You know, I I think it'd even be better as a traditional gosa, a little light and mm -hmm. effervescent, uh, versus this thick jamminess, but. It is a tasty beer. 4.0 for me. I went 4.4 the first time I had it, and I would keep it the same. Like I said, for me, this is like one of my fruit servings today, so yeah, I'm super sure. excited about it. Yeah, it kind of approaches a smoothie. Yeah. <laughs> it's no, it's yeah. As a smoothie, I give it a 4.4. Yeah. As a beer, I give it a 4.0. I'm the same. I'm the same. Okay. 4.0 as a beer. It's a really, really good smoothie. <laughs> hey, did anybody call Will today? Is Will here? Are you giving it a 4? You put I'm giving it, it a 4, but where's Will? Oh, he's there. He's there. Oh, okay. He's looking for Doc. Once it hits your lips, it's so good. He doesn't say much, but when no. he speaks, he's got a lot to say. He does. All right. Thank you, Will. And thank you, Talent. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, and Creative Creature. Yeah, Creative Creature. You know, good news about Creative Creature as well is uh, they're going to be opening up, uh, uh, I think, a tasting room. Or they already are up in Carlsbad. They're, they're doing some production up in Carlsbad. At the old Stumblefoot location. So San Marcos. San Marcos. I, yeah, sorry. So I always say Carlsbad because it's right there on the border. Basically, it's where Melrose. So we get North yeah. County. My good, the rich get richer, don't we? Yeah, <laughs> we continue to. That's true. Excellent beer. Thank you very much. Now you mentioned football. I did. That's exactly what we have in store for you today. It's. I bet you didn't know sports edition. 
Well, what I can't fathom is how one can drink ice-cold beer in freezing weather. Cliff, explanation, please. Now, how do you know he has one? Five bucks says he does, ten says it's a doozy. You know, we had a request from a, a listener. He's only listened a couple episodes, but he has listened to do a Cheers episode. That would be kind uh, of all Cheers. Yeah, that'd be kind of I don't know how litigious how to put it together. Yeah, yeah. NBC is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a great episode. Yeah. We can talk about hypothetically. Yes. If yeah. there was a uh, sitcom that dealt with a bar where right. people went in. And, it was called Hellos. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and everyone might know who you are. Yes, yes. Yes. Yeah. So, Talon, I don't know anyone who knows more about sports than you. So I know you've got some football tidbits for us. Yes, yeah, so I went in and did a little football facts. Uh, tried to dig a little deeper than the normal. Um, so, so I got a few things that I found were kind of interesting. I even learned something in going through this, which was kind of fun. So, I mean, obviously, we're, we're all aware of American football, or unless you're not aware, uh, grew up out of uh, the English sports rugby and soccer, um, and, and basically in the late 1800s. And in 1876, the father of American football, who's uh, Walter Camp, was a coach. He's the one who basically produced the first rules. Um, so it's been around for a long time. But that's kind of boring. So let's talk about the things that are kind of funny and cool. Do you know that it takes about 600 cows to make one full season's worth of NFL footballs? Wow. <laughs> wow. And do you know that a cow has only a 1 in 17,420,000 chance of becoming an NFL football that is used in the Super Bowl? <laughs> wow. That's like, those are steep odds. That's like when, when kids are, you know, kids. What are your chances of being an NFL yeah. player? Well, better than a cow's of being a football. <laughs> yeah, in the Super Bowl. Yes. Um, here's some other ones. Football games usually last about three hours, but however, the ball is only typically in play for about 11 minutes. <laughs> That's true. That's so it's basically about 56% of the game on TV is devoted to replays. Wow. 100%. That's, yeah. yeah. I uh, have no argument there. That's yeah. true. Also, did you know that an injured football player in a televised NFL game gets six more seconds of camera time than celebrating players? <laughs> kind of sad, <laughs> but true. <laughs> um, here's another one I thought was kind of interesting. So the field, they have that yellow line, that first down marker that they put out there that they superimpose. That costs $20,000 per football TV broadcast or $5,120,000 during the regular season to superimpose that yellow line. <laughs> totally worth it. Money well spent, <laughs> yes. Uh, I, I could never guess how far 10 yard is I agree. it. No. I agree. Are you uh, having a smoothie there, Joe? Yeah. Okay. Were you late to breakfast <laughs> or something? Yeah. Why is wow. your, yours turned even smoothier than mine? I don't know. Yeah, and more that. it's, <laughs> my, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. Now, this one I did know, which is pretty interesting. Did you know that, contrary to common opinion, the G on the Green Bay Packers helmet does not stand for Green Bay. It stands for greatness. I didn't know uh, that. I didn't know I that. Did that's interesting. That. Yeah. But you knew everything before that, you're saying. <laughs> no, I didn't even know that either. I, that's why I said I found the facts that even I didn't know. Got it. So, uh, this one I also found interesting, and I think as an English teacher you might find this interesting, that the Baltimore Ravens are named after Edgar Allan Poe's The Raven. I knew that. I knew and that. Uh, they actually have team mascots. Their team mascots are Edgar Allan and Poe. Oh, didn't know that. Yeah, I did know that. That's interesting. So there you, you go. And this one's actually kind of sad. Last fact, super sad. Just two years after finishing their careers, approximately 78% of NFL players go bankrupt. What? Oh, my goodness. That's crazy. That is kind of crazy when you think about it. Because everybody always talks about, oh, how much money they're paid and everything else. And so, I mean, sometimes you got to look is at it from the other side. Is it 70% of that got injured or just 78 It just says, it doesn't clarify, you know, what happened. It just says 78% of NFL players. So those would be, I guess, 78% of people that have played a snap in the NFL 
uh, will go uh, bankrupt in approximately two years after their career is over, which is really, really sad. Wow. So they're not taking money management in there. Apparently in not. Their, uh, no. Career choices in, in college. No. <laughs> no. No. Oh, that's sad to hear. I, I don't know. That's disappointing. To it's hear. disappointing. <laughs> right? It is disappointing. I'm not angry, son. I'm mm. disappointed. Yes. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> Well, you, you really have brought the sunshine and cheer, Talent. I <laughs> you brought your cheer game today. I did. <laughs> I got a little football history, too. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah. Years 1903, American football is rising in popularity. Probably looked a lot more like British rugby than the football we know today. Uh, no professional football at the time, just college ranks. Uh, if If kids dared to play football at that time, the game was deadly dangerous. Yeah. Injuring the opposing players was not only accepted, it was promoted and common practice. Wow. That was the goal, is how many players you could take out. Wow. And they didn't have the magic soccer spray, where you just... They're going to work out. Oh, I can run again. Mm-hmm. Um, the flying wedge was the main strategy for attack. Uh, it was a version of the single wing attack that lined three running backs up behind seven linemen and charged toward the defense. And then the flying wedge, if you can imagine, seven offensive linemen linking arms, and then they were allowed a 10-yard running start before they crashed into the defenses wow. with wow. with the running backs behind them. <laughs> and the defense That's had to crazy. stand still. Yeah. Can we move? No, no, no. You have to stand still. You're not sitting ducks otherwise. <laughs> it's funny how it's all like 180. Yeah. Now the defense can, you know, get a running start. <laughs> right. Uh, so that was basically the offense for the first 50 years of football, the single wing and the more dangerous flying wedge. In two years, 26 athletes died. Oh, oh my gosh. Due to game injuries. Wow. Oh. That's crazy. And you didn't have as many football teams. Right. <laughs> so President Teddy Roosevelt, who loved football, but just saw this. This is this is like killing off your male children. This is not going to. This this won't work. It's not going to pop. He calls in top representatives from all the football colleges to the White House to discuss some safer ways to play, because he recognizes. He said, "Quote: Football is a worthy, worthy in principle, and it's a game that should be allowed to flourish." But it just wasn't going to happen. He actually believed that the 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 violence of it was good for building a man's character and and morality. But only if it could be controlled, otherwise it'd be dead. (laughs) He felt that the industrial age was corrupting men's morality and strength of character. So football was a good character builder. But without changes, it'd be a short-lived sport. So he brings them in and he makes two big recommendations. We're going to set up some rules so there's every 10 yards you get a new set of downs. And... Let's let's add a forward pass. So we're not just running at each other <laughs> to kill each other each time. So smoother, safer game. Was he applauded for this invention? No. no. Or his ability to predict what modern football would look like? Oh, no. no. You're right. But yeah. no. His desire to protect the sport and the men that played it? No. No, he was ridiculed <laughs> and mocked for trying to ruin a game that was about manliness by taking all of the manliness out of it. On the other side, he also had to argue for the violence of the sport because there were those that wanted in football completely. That started like in the 1890s. Like, no, we can't have people doing this. Yeah. This is no good. Um, Roosevelt had to argue both sides of the argument that both its violence was good for building manly qualities and it's too violent. We've got to mellow it out. 
so he was laughed at and mocked and ridiculed. And it wasn't until Woodrow Wilson was president that those changes came into place and football started to look like what the game we know. Wow. Interesting. And interesting. The same arguments are still being made. That's true. Yeah, that's, that's right. fascinating. That's You're fascinating. ruining the sport by taking right. the manliness right, out of right. it. And mm-hmm. why are, why are people, we having yeah. people get concussions for no reason? But you know, football is a game that can handle changes. It's not like baseball, you know, baseball very slow to change. Yeah, but right. football's always been about changing. So I'm always intrigued by what will football look like in 15, 20 years. Sure enough. Yeah. Right. And how good will U.S. soccer get? That's those are two <laughs> great questions. Two great questions. And we don't lose every great athlete. Well, let's come back football. in 15 years and see. Right. It also got me thinking about uh, football movies. Yeah. You know, baseball uh, movies, yeah. that's a rich history. Yeah. Right? We could list forever, and we have sure. great baseball movies, but what about great football movies? And there are a lot. There are actually a lot. Are there? Yeah. yeah right. Well, what comes to mind? So my, probably my two favorite, Friday Night Lights. Okay. I think that's a great movie, especially about high school football and high school football in Texas. Remember the Titans, yes. another that's great the movie. Um, and then there's, you know, I mean, obviously one that's a classic. Brian's song's a classic. We all cried at that when we saw it. Oh, remember every time it was a rainy day at school at Magnolia yeah. Elementary. Yeah. Every time it was a rainy day, they'd bring us into the. Uh, it must have been the only movie they had on a reel. Yeah, it might have been. And they'd show us Brian's song with uh, James Con. Yeah. <laughs> and of all the yeah. boys sniffling. Yeah, and crying. No, yeah, it was, it's a sad one, but uh, yeah, that one. And then you had like the ones like Rudy. Right, that was Rudy a pretty inspirational Shane. movie. Blindside, another really good one, I yeah. think. One of my favorites, actually, just kind of underrated, but I, I really enjoyed Draft Day or Kevin Costner. Yeah. I thought that was a really interesting look into kind of the the front office part of of uh, and how you run a draft. And then you have a lot of the comedy ones, right? Like The Water Boy and North Dallas Forty, mm-hmm. uh, Unnecessary Roughness. Unnecessary Roughness. Burt Reynolds, yes, yeah. yes. And uh, was it Longest Yards? Another one. Longest yeah. Yard. Oh, Longest Yard. That was the one. That was the one. Burt Reynolds. It's right? a classic. Yeah, yeah. Burt Reynolds. Yeah. yeah. Classic one as well. So I, I think there are a lot. Um, it, you just don't think about it until you remember. And like I said, I'd, I'd put Friday Night Lights and Remember the Titans up against any movie. Those, right. those are great mm-hmm. sports movies. So Brian's song, I think that's got to be my favorite football yeah. movie. But my second favorite is Horse Feathers, 1932, Marx Brothers. <laughs> 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 and it's that old football too. Right. It's that old timey football, yeah. that rugby looking football. And like, what are they with leather helmets and the baggy clothes? Yeah. It's got a speakeasy. Other football movies? What's your favorite football movie, Tom? I would say Remember the Titans. Can't go wrong. Uh, and I, I, I love I love it. The scene where do not let them get another yard. <laughs> you know, you know, that whole that whole three minute segment there where he challenges the coach mm-hmm. or challenges the referee, excuse me. And he's like, heck with my career. These kids have earned this. And he's all about the boys at that point and psychs them up and just it's a great, great scene right there. You ever notice in football movies, it's always dark on the field? Yeah. Like half the stadium lights are out <laughs> right. for effect. Right. <laughs> and it's usually raining. Yeah, it is usually raining. For sure. Joe, you have a favorite football movie? I think probably Blindside. I mean, uh, the, the ones that aren't yet taken from everybody. Yeah, well, it's uh, okay. Horse Feathers. Was... I'll share. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I have to go see Horse Feathers. Yeah, I got it. It's so funny. It's, I think yeah. it's that theater. Near oh, the yeah. song in the beginning, Mark, to, Groucho Marx sings, uh, whatever it is, I'm against it. It's just yeah. worth it for that. <laughs> that is a great movie. Yeah. Well, this has been, I Bet You Didn't Know, Sports Edition. Sometimes you your name and they're always glad you came all right
Why should we go beer number three? Yeah. yeah. This one is the one it's I've been. It's a little actually, early, isn't it? Well, I don't know. But this is the one. <laughs> we, we can share this one. But this is the one I've been waiting for just because it's such an interesting. So, again, it does come from Creative Creature. And they kind of do this little offshoot. It's like Dr. Barry and Friends. And this is their summertime elixir. And you can see the picture there. They're old, kind of old school, school like elixir. And uh, this one is a Nitro Imperial Sour Ale. And if you read oh, it, this is what it says. It says Nitro Imperial Sour Ale with peaches, oven roasted walnuts, and almonds, cinnamon, vanilla, and milk sugar. And basically, it's supposed to be like a pecan pie. Oh, hi, yeah, type of a thing. Like a pe- pecan, I think, pie. Yeah, pecan praline pie. Uh, so super excited to try this one um, and share it with you guys. Oh, my gosh. It smells like a Oh, it does. Pie. It smells so sweet. <laughs> and it's just as thick. Oh, yeah. my goodness. Yeah. This is thick stuff. Yeah. Well, this one's got... Uh, They're a smoothie company. Yeah. You Nitro, could, but it's not... So it's going to have... You could drink it with a fork, but use a spoon <laughs> to get every last bit. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, as I let this settle and warm up a little bit, I wanted to ask you, favorite football player of all time? Oh. Oof. Who's got one? I I can go first if you yeah, want. Yeah. Roger Salbach. Roger Salbach, quarterback for the uh, Dallas Cowboys. And uh, he's was my favorite player growing up. Still one of my favorite players to this day. Actually, kind of interesting story. So my son was being recruited by Navy. So when we went there, I got to take pictures with his Heisman Trophy. I was really bummed because I the week that he went out for the game, I didn't get to go and he sends me back pictures with Roger Stahlbuck. Oh, I was like, oh, oh wow. <laughs> kind, of, kind of hurt me a little bit. And he he, he enjoyed uh, the fact that he got to meet Roger Stahlbuck. That's very good. Wow. That's cool. Uh, Tom, favorite football player? You got one? I got a trifecta. Oh, wow. As you might expect, it's all Chargers. Dan Fouts, you know, great childhood memories there. Eric Coriel, great games. One of the greatest teams to never win the Super Bowl. And then Junior Seau. Uh, life cut too short there. Yeah, for sure. And LT, LT yeah. was just a yeah, lot of fun. LT to watch. would be my top three. Three good yeah. picks. So yeah, what, well, the, and they the, were all San Diego Chargers. And, so. and all, San Diego Chargers. I, exactly. It speaks to the quality institution that the San Diego Chargers are. That I bought tickets for the LT Hall of Fame game, where at halftime they were doing a big tribute to him, and his wife was going to sing the national anthem. And the sound system didn't work. We bought the seats so that we'd be right at the screen so we could see him and the screen. The screen couldn't see a thing. The sound system didn't work. What a crap, shitty show to do to a Hall of Famer. And that was the best the Chargers could do. I think that speaks to the quality of the Spanos organization yeah, right there. Yeah, definitely does. This day's all about you. No one will know. And they spent a lot of money. And you can lose to the Chiefs. <laughs> you know where I was that day? You're, I hope, don't tell me you're in charge of sound. I was not in charge of sound that day. Thank goodness. You know where I was, though? No. I was the guy next to the stage looking up at LT on the podium. No. So you probably could hear him. <laughs> I heard him loud and clear. We couldn't hear a thing. It was terrible. Yeah, it was, it was very sad that day. Well, I think that does speak to the just how much the San Diego Chargers have cared about their fans yeah. and, and all that and putting on a show for us. None. Zero. Right. And not at all. And not care. God, I hate to ha- you know. I can't say it on the podcast. Yeah. I was going to say go, something about passing away in a fire, but I'm, I'm, I'm not. <laughs> Although, you know, I got to think the Chargers are giving me a football team to root for. That's true. Yeah, Whoever's cool, playing yeah. the Chargers. Yeah, yeah. There you go. And also, every Saturday, root for a plane crash. <laughs> if, they're, if they're traveling. If they're traveling, yes. not normally. Joe, you got a favorite player? I got, I got hey, sidetracked. Let's clarify there. That's a good not, not the team play, right? 
Uh, if the Spanoses are on it, otherwise, if the Spanoses are under it. <laughs> Just wanted to clarify. Depends on if they're on it or at the crash site. Sacrifice the whole team. Yeah. I was going for executive jet. But, uh, <laughs> I would take Tom's list, being a Charger fan, but I, uh, I would add Philip Rivers just because I've had the opportunity to meet him and he's a good Catholic guy. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Makes talent really frustrated. <laughs> I don't mind Philip Rivers. I actually really respect the guy and everything else. I just don't like the fact that he was on the Chargers when they moved. And yeah, not that it was his choice or he had the thing, but he gets lumped in with all yeah. the Yes, it's yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. I do thank the Chargers for allowing me to see Joe Montana right. do a fourth quarter comeback. Yeah. Uh, live. I got to see Warren Moon do a fourth quarter comeback live. I got to see John Elway do a fourth quarter comeback live. These are all tickets I bought, very expensive tickets. And I got to see Tom Brady twice do a comeback uh, drive to, to win a game. And I got to see the Chargers allow 38 yards on a play when they had it was fourth and 37. <laughs> To Ray Rice. That's good defense. Yeah, I was just going to say, mm-hmm. fourth down. Right? All those things I got to see after paying for very expensive tickets. Uh, oh, Marshall Falk's my guy. Yeah, that's a great one. That's a great one. We're pick. good pals from San Diego State. You stand in line behind him at the uh, Muffin and Coffee Shop <laughs> and say, hey, and he go, hey. <laughs> so pretty much feel like we were roommates. You were. I, I just remember, so we, I was the same class as him. at. We came in the same year at San Diego State, and I remember... He was he was in someone I walked by him and that guy had the biggest thighs I've yes. ever seen on anyone. I mean, <laughs> and we're that, soccer players. Yeah, no, he was <laughs> he was a man. That. He was a man, and he was unbelievable. Probably the the biggest robbed Heisman ever. Um, oh god! But I'm glad to see. Oh, Gino Toretta. Yeah, that was a crock. That was. Um, but he was phenomenal in college, and he was he probably even better as a pro. Um, and yeah, that's a great pick. Yeah. I, was, I was glad he got a Super Bowl ring. Yes. Yeah. So, Marshall, if you're listening, I'd just like to repeat what I said to you in college. Hey. 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 Yeah. I will echo. And I, and I love your thighs. <laughs> <laughs> you got some nice thighs. You got some nice thighs. The thighs have it. The thighs, yeah. So. Live and let thigh. That's there what we say. There we go. <laughs> Doc's been out for a long time. That doesn't mean listeners aren't asking, and we need to give listeners what they're asking for. So, 100% agree. Yeah. So I did get to see him in passing, and he sent along. America's happiest game show, Beer or Not a Beer. I'm your substitute teacher host, so I'm going to bumble roll call. <laughs> I'm going to enjoy liquid lunch in this thermos down here in the bottom of my briefcase, fall asleep behind the desk, and if you give me any trouble, you're all staying after the bell. Oh. Um, <laughs> doing the best I can with the list you gave me right here. All right, I'm ready. For newcomers, this is how you play the game. I'm going to name four beers. Three of those beers are real. One of them is completely made up. Wait, you forgot. And Sean. And Sean, Sean, one of these beers is made up. Can you find the made up beer? And this is football themed beers. Mm. Oh. Beer number one is liquid football. Liquid football. Beer number two is how much you want to bet I can throw a football over the mountains? An IPA. How much you want to bet I can throw a football over the mountains? IPA. Beer number three is FFL IPL which stands for Fantasy Football India Pale Lager. And beer number four is Hail Mary IPA. Beer number one is Liquid Football. Beer number two, how much you want to bet I can throw a football over the mountains? Beer number three, FFL IPL. And beer number four, Hail Mary IPA. 
Questions, comments, concerns? <laughs> Why isn't there one that has uh, some type of sexual? Yeah, yeah. comment. Right, yeah. that's how I know what to pick. Makes it much tougher when they're all deflatables. Yeah, and beer number five is deflatables. That's what I now I would know which one to pick. That wasn't on the list uh, I was sent. All right. <laughs> I'm sure he had had something dirty to say about at least one of them, but yes. he only sent me the list. So, Sound Guy Tom, you're up first. I think Tom's right. This is tougher now. Yeah, is it? I'm going to go with, and I'm throwing a Hail Mary here with Hail Mary IPA. Hail Mary IPA. Very good. Hail Mary. And Hail Joe? Mary you know, the... The how much name is too long to be a made up name. <laughs> too, too freaking obvious, but it, it might be. But I'm gonna go liquid football. Okay. All right, and then I guess I'm next. So yeah. just so that someone wins, hopefully, I'm gonna go FFL IPL. All right. Well, how much you want to bet? I can throw a football over the mountains. It is an IPA by Evil Twin Brewing, and they have lots of long names. Well, done, Joe. Yeah. so that was a beer. Liquid Football is a beer by Neon Raptor Brewing Company. It's a pale ale. FFL IPL, oh. Fantasy Football India Pale Lager, <laughs> is by our uh, team favorite, Deschutes Brewing. Nice. Uh -huh. And Hail Mary IPA was not made by Smog City Brewing, as it says here. That was a distractor in case you're looking at my notes. Hail Mary IPA was just came out of the huddle with it. Just as, as a Hail Mary. <laughs> right. <laughs> Congratulations, Tom. Today's winner of Beer or Not a Beer. Thanks for playing. All right, we have to make a comment or two about Dr. Dr. Barry and Friends. Summertime elixir. Not, not beer-flavored beer. Definitely yeah. not. No. <laughs> nor, nor was Red it's Raspberry, to be honest. super yeah. unique. I would say this. like It's got so much stuff going on that it's hard to kind of break it down. This beer is not for me. I don't like pastry stouts. And this is what I would describe as a pastry stout sour. <laughs> yeah. I think that's a I can't even tell. There's different. flavors in it I like. It just doesn't all work together. As I said, it's got a lot me. going on. It's definitely a sipping beer. But if you like, it smells pastry, fantastic. Oh, it smells like brown yeah. sugar and walnuts in my oatmeal in the morning. The little but the peaches sour, in there. the sour is the part that like, like the flavors. I actually really like the flavors of it, but I'm having a hard time with those flavors with the sour finish. Sour yeah, ending. I was just gonna say um, the sour ending. Like, like I said, to me, it's like if you've had those in a porter, something like that. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it might. But, but again, I, I know maybe it'll grow on me because it warms up here a little too. It's, it's actually tasting better. Right. That, that was our our team call was to let it sit a little yeah. bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we came around on it a little. Not, but you know, I don't like pastry stouts in yeah. general. And a pastry stout that's also sour is not working for not me. Like but I got to tell you, I couldn't pull out of it what it is that's not working for me. Because each of the ball. flavors are pretty tasty. It's just that it maybe, as Dr. Miller up in Seattle says, it might just be trying too hard. <laughs> well, it's, it's like Talent said, it's just too busy, you know, in some ways. Well, I'm sure there are people that love this, too. Like, yeah. I'm just saying for this us right now, my... it's got a lot of influencer... Oyster stout beer. I don't know. Which <laughs> I don't know what you guys are talking about. It's you fantastic. It. Yeah, Although I, I notice I keep sipping it. So this I know. Is, I know. So I you're understand. loving this beer. I, I absolutely I love not, it. Not that I wouldn't yeah. drink it because I've been. I've almost finished my glass. So 
Oh, I gave oh, the college, yeah. and I wouldn't say other than it's a little thicker than a beer should be. Both both yeah. of their beers are they're, they're just a little bit too thick. But is that the, the cinnamon? That, the cinnamon comes through really nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, and I agree with that. Pecan and yeah, that sour. I don't. I, love sour I don't sour. hate it. Yeah, I don't hate it. You guys all yeah. dumped out that I'm oyster. Looking so on, I don't on my sour. Yeah, that's true. You guys aren't dumping. Yeah, I'm going to no, finish it. it. it I finished mine, yeah. but I wouldn't order. Yeah, a pint. I enjoy it. So. I didn't. Pour I give it about a four-two-five, <laughs> just so you guys are oh, clear. Oh, nice! Wow. I like it. That's a good one. Then. All right, it's <laughs> a good differentiator right here. Right. Well, thank you, Talent, for bringing us beers today from yeah. It's a Brewing yeah. and no Creative Creature. Uh, thanks for playing football and beer and not a beer with us, mm-hmm. listeners. Thank you for spending the hour with us. Make sure you share our podcast. Check us out on Instagram and Twitter. We'd love to keep drinking. Or spooning. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Wait a minute. Spooning. Oh, what? Yeah. They don't right. need to know that. Scooping. Yeah. Scooping. Scooping. We can still spoon, guys. It's it's good. Right. Thanks. That's yeah. good. Yeah. Don't worry. It's a closet. But right now we got to run. I like beer. It makes me a jolly good fellow. I like beer. It helps me unwind. And sometimes it makes me feel mellow. Man.